message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. I know my Redeemer liver. I know my Redeemer liver. I know my Redeemer liver. He liver forevermore. I know. King of kings and lord of lords, the ancient of days, the one who is the one who was, the one who is to come, the almighty, the one whose name is wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, glory be to your holy name. Thank you for bringing us together tonight. Thank you because we know you are here. And where you are, miracles are bound to happen. Accept our worship in Jesus' name. Tonight, Father, in the lives of each and every one of us, please do something new. Save souls tonight. Heal the sick tonight. Set the captives free tonight. Please, Daddy, don't let any one of us leave here empty-handed. I'm asking, Lord God Almighty, that through the power of your resurrection, everyone here tonight will go back with at least a testimony. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Unless someone shout, hallelujah. you to wave to one or two people and prophesy to them and say, God will bless you tonight. <laughs> and then you may please shout another hallelujah and put your hands together for this wonderful choir.
In uh, Luke chapter 5, from verse 1 to 7, the Bible tells us that uh, Jesus wanted to preach to the people. So he borrowed the boat of Peter. And when he got into the boat, he sat down. And the congregation stood up. <laughs> so the Bible way to minister is for the preacher to sit and the congregation to stand. But by the authority vested in me by the Lord Jesus, I allow you to sit. <laughs> but I will be sitting too. Let someone shout hallelujah. I'm delighted to be with you tonight. I thank God for all those who have ministered before me. Um, I might not be here, but I was following you in my prayer room. And uh, I thank you, you've all done extremely well. Thank you very, very much. And the real reason why I'm sitting tonight is because I felt that, number one, this is the 10th anniversary of Eurocon. Number two, I don't know exactly, God knows, when next I will be able to attend your convention. Um, coronavirus has messed up a lot of plans. Uh, there are several places in the world expecting their own convention. And so I decided that rather than preach tonight, we should have a Bible study. <laughs> so if I'm sitting down, then we won't have to hurry. <laughs> I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't have to say where my leg was getting tired. <laughs> If a man says his legs are getting tired at the age of 80, you can't blame him. So I decided I will sit down. We will have a Bible study. But it will be a Bible study you won't forget. Yeah. Now, because there are some of us here that I definitely, I'm sure, had never attended a Eurocon before, People have never been uh, at a festival of life or Holy Ghost service before. I need to explain certain things so that we'll be able to flow together along the same wavelength. The first thing is, in a Holy Ghost service like this, when God speaks, 
He speaks in a certain manner, different from any regular service. He speaks to individuals. No matter how great the crowd, he focuses on individuals. So you are likely to hear, as we go along, God could say there is someone here. When he locates somebody who needs a particular ministration. But then at the end of the day, you may discover that someone here may end up to be a hundred people. You might think, oh, the man of God had made a mistake. No. That's the way God speaks. For example, he says, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man, he has my voice. He was talking to a whole congregation. But he addresses himself to individuals. For example, I know for sure that there is someone here who will never weep again. Where is that someone? <laughs> so he might be talking to a, little, a huge crowd, but he will say, there is someone here. That's one. Number two, the Holy Spirit flows like a river. John chapter 7, from verse 37 to 39, the Bible says, on the last day of that great feast, Jesus Christ stood and cried, if any man thirst, let him come unto me, and out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And the Bible explained it further to us, it was talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit flows like a river. So if the, Holy river, the river of the Holy Spirit is flowing in your direction, and it is your turn to dip a bucket in the river and get out your water, if at that time you doze off, God mentioned your particular case. And you hear somebody next to you say, Amen. And you woke up. And you turn to the fellow, what did he say? Ah. <laughs> By then it will be too late. The river would have flowed on. So tell your neighbor, don't doze. on the alert. Mm -hmm. The next thing you need to know about the an Holy Ghost service like this is that without any doubt at all, God is here. Yeah. Ah, sir, how are you sure? 
Ah, he said so. He said we are two or three. I gather together in my name. I will be there. Now we are more than two or three. So without any doubt, God is here now. I'll give you another reason why I'm sure he's here. By now, I'm sure you begin to understand why I said I will sit down. So, so we won't hurry. This is a night never to be forgotten. When God was calling me into ministry, and uh, I was a bit scared. I wanted to know, how am I going to survive? They were calling me out of my lucrative uh, job into the assignment of a pastor in a very, very little church. And we were very rich in those days. <laughs> what assurance are you giving me? It gave me one assurance. He said, I'll give you only this. Wherever you go, I will go with you. So right now, believe it or not, right now, the headquarters of God on earth is in the Netherlands. It's in this room now. Then, if you read the book of Exodus chapter 8, Pharaoh was facing a big problem. Frogs all over. Frogs on his bed, frogs in his uh, pot of soup, pot everywhere. Then he sent for Moses. Please talk to your God. Let him take these frogs away. Then I let two people go. And Moses said, fine. When do you want me to talk to God? You know what Pharaoh said? He said, tomorrow. Ah, tomorrow? You want to spend another night with the frogs? What's your own concern? I'm the one dealing with frogs. <laughs> Moses said, fine. Then till tomorrow. Keep company with the frogs. That leads me to a very important question. When do you want your miracle? Are you sure you don't want to wait till tomorrow? <laughs> Finally, every fellow who got a miracle from God got it by faith. God is not a talkative. Bible says God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That power belongs to God. God does not have to repeat himself at all. 
Let there be light. And there was light. Simple. So when God repeats himself, it is because what he's about to say is very important. So when you hear him say, verily, verily, I say unto you, he say, hey, pay attention. When he speaks three times, when he repeats himself three times, it means the situation must be very serious. If you read Joshua chapter 1, read it from verse 1 to 8. Three times he said to Joshua, be strong and be of good courage. When he said it at first, he said it gently. The second time, be strong and of good courage. And I was talking to a house who was about to become head of state. And that fellow was trembling. By the time he said it the third time, there was a hint of anger in his voice. I said, be strong and of a good courage. Have I not commanded you? But do you know that four times God repeated himself four times. What was it he said four times? The just shall live by faith. Four times. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. The just shall live by what? How many of you believe that you will not live here without your miracle tonight? Be unto you according to your faith. All right, now, I think I've prepared the ground. Tonight we want to speak on his resurrection power. The text will be Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. Revelation 1, verse 18. Jesus is speaking, and he said, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. Let's do a little bit of introduction. When we talk about his, we all know immediately we are talking about Jesus Christ. 
When we talk about power, I'm coming back to resurrection. And we talk about power, we talk about that which enables you to do very difficult things easily. I mean, <laughs> opening blind eyes is not an easy thing. Mm. Even the best of eye surgeons will tell you if you are already totally blind, for you to be brought back to seeing is going to require some very special and delicate operations. So if you have the power to wave your hand and blind eyes open, that's power. <laughs> if you wave your hands at handkerchiefs that people lift up and they take the handkerchiefs and go and tie it around the neck of a Muslim woman. <laughs> and she got converted. That's power. I tell you, you have a rough idea. The resurrection, which is a big word here, is to bring someone who had died back to life. See, Jesus said here, yeah? I live, I died, I'm alive again. That's what resurrection means. Bringing the one who had died back to life. That power that can bring the dead back to life belongs to one person alone. To Jesus Christ. The one who himself said in John chapter 20, uh, John chapter 11, verse 25 to 26, John 11, 25 to 26, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. The power belongs to the one, the only one who had conquered death. The one who took the keys from that person who had the power of death. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. And as we read in the text we read, he has the keys of hell and of death. He decides who dies and who lives. There is a redeemed Christian church of God very close to you. Join them for a life-changing experience in worship.
Please join us on this same station at this time next week for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.